Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today, I will be talking with Abby Bell from Bristow, Oklahoma. I love talking with Abby about her success at the American Royal and OIE. I also really enjoyed listening to her about all the leadership activities she is a part of. Uh, April 5th, Collins Cattle is having a Fallborn Steer Sale on sconlinesales.com. The videos and pictures should be up, so you can stop by any time to check out the cattle. Hello, Abby. Welcome to Shooting for Grand. It's great to have you on here. Hi, Sierra. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. I've been waiting for this opportunity for a while now, and I'm really excited. So for those who don't know you, can you please tell us about you and your family? Yep. Uh, my name is Abby Bell. I am a senior this year in high school. Um, I live in Bristow, Oklahoma with my dad, Stephen, and my mom, Julie, and my three younger siblings, um, Ruby Grace, Tate, and Hadley. Um, with that, we own and operate uh, Bell Cattle Company. Uh, we breed, raise, and show purebred and commercial cattle. And um, we started out with one Charlie Show heifer uh, we call Butter, and we just have grown from there. And um, I'm really excited to just to keep to improving our genetics and growing our herd um, throughout that. So. Yeah, it's great to hear that about your family because I've always seen you at shows, but I've never really gotten a chance to learn much about your family. So I really liked that. Thank you for that. So I know you show steers a lot um, and you had one at the American Royal that you won with. So can you please tell us about that and the journey to success? Um, well, my steer that I took to American Royal, his name was Chester, and me and Chester didn't necessarily have the greatest relationship, I guess you would say, starting out. Um, he was kind of a handful. He was um, definitely one of the more um, wilder ones I've had in my barn, um, but he just needed those few shows to get out and... Um, to get those few shows under his belt. And when we got to American Royal, he, he knew he was in his house and he definitely showed like it, um, showed like he was supposed to, he's calm. He just, he just knew. And I just knew, and I've never been more proud of, um, the growth in a show steer than I have, than I was with Chester, um, showing wise and attitude wise and just overall growth in himself. Oh, yeah. And in my opinion, I think it's just awesome when you get them and, you know, you're not really best friends when you first start out. But then as you take them to their last show, you're just like the best team ever. I just think that's the coolest thing. And I always get frustrated when they're not the nicest. But really, I think it's awesome when they turn out to be your best friend and stuff when you're at the end of the show. Right, for sure. So can you tell us about your experience there? I've never shown a steer at the American Royal, so I was just very curious about how it felt. Oh, it was awesome. Honestly, Kansas City has always been 
Um, the American Royal has always been my favorite show to go to. Just like the atmosphere, the barns, it just got a, it's just got a a cool feeling to it, and I just love being there and um, just the staff and the way it's ran. It's it's a really good deal, and um, I'd go there over and over and over again. Oh, yeah, that's how I feel about OIE. It's, you know, like, I like how you said that. It's the same atmosphere. It's just, it just feels great to be there. Um, and just out of curiosity, like, when you step into the ring to show at the American Royal, is it, are you any more nervous than when you show at OIE? Hmm, that's a good question. Honestly, I think there, there's something about OIE that just makes you you know, it's just that feeling. It's just that feeling of OYE, but Kansas City definitely gives me that feeling too. But I feel like at Kansas City, I'm so worked up and so nervous and got my head in the game right before I go into the ring. But when I get into the ring, I am, you know, it's it's game on and we're not nervous anymore and we're just doing our job. But OYE has that feeling of just you're you're constantly nervous and you're you're excited and you're in your, you know, your own state and um, OIE just has that one of a kind feeling for sure. Wow, that's that's great to hear. I've always wondered that about what it would feel like to show a steer at the American Royal, and I hope I can someday. I mean, I'll I'll be fine. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm going to die if I don't get to show one there, but <laughs> I think it would definitely be a good opportunity if I got to show one there. So speaking yeah. of OIE. How was being reserve in the team fitting contest and winning showmanship? Oh my gosh, it was just the greatest feeling ever. Um, winning showmanship has definitely been on my bucket list at OYE for a long, long, long time. I mean, it's always on my list. It's always been one of my top goals. And I finally did that my senior year. So, um, I mean, that was that was one of the, the top things for me for sure. Um, with the fitting contest, it was kind of funny that we didn't really, uh, weren't sure on even competing in the fitting contest. And my ag teachers and our um, our moms definitely pushed us to just try it out, to do it. And I can honestly say it was one of the best experiences I've ever been a part of. I mean, it was so much fun and it was great for our team because my little brother Tate and our one of our best friends Turner Longacre um, did it, and it was great for us to grow like together. Um, definitely competing there and not just at our county level because we've consistently done it at our county, um, but never at OIE. And it was just such a huge deal for us because we didn't believe in ourselves as much as you know maybe we should have. Um, but that was definitely a confidence booster and. I just encourage anyone and everyone to be a part of the fitting contest, whether you think you can or you can't, to go and try it because you get better and better every time, you know, you fit a calf, you fit a leg, you um, uh, ball a tail, and and it's just a really great experience that I hope everyone takes the opportunity um, to do that someday. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 110%. And wow, I really wish we had a team fitting contest at our county fair. And our county fairs are one of the smaller ones. 
And so, like, it's a blow show. You don't fit your animals there. And yeah. there's definitely no team fitting. But they hand out good prizes and stuff. And I think it's a great opportunity for kids to show there. And Claire showed there this year, and she did really good. She really enjoyed it. I haven't showed there since it was my first year in 4-H. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to let Claire have her time to shine. But mm-hmm. um, I just – I really like fitting, really. I feel at home when I do it. And this year at OIE, I learned how to clip a front leg. And I still have a long ways to go on how to learn that, but I didn't nick them or anything. So I think I did pretty good there. (laughs) For sure. I think one of the best things is starting out as young as you can to keep practicing because I didn't necessarily – I don't fit legs necessarily. Um, I just do – you know, tail balls most of the time and, um, you know, maybe the tail head when I'm in the fitting contest, but I really encourage, um, everybody to just practice each and every day. Um, if that's something you really want to do, because, um, you're going to definitely benefit from that, um, later on when you're helping somebody or doing your own calf. So. Oh yeah. And I'm just so grateful for all the guys that help us at the show, if it weren't for them, I probably wouldn't know that much about clipping. They've taught me so much, and I'm very grateful for them. And I'm very grateful for my dad, too, because I have him to look up to. And it just amazes me how he can fit and clip and just look at a calf and kind of, you know, determine its future almost. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities and the role models I have. Yes, for sure. My mom told me that you were a part of a lot of leadership activities. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. We should ask her about that. And so can you tell us about the leadership activities you're a part of? Yes, I can. Um, I'm definitely involved in anything and everything I could get my hands on. Um, just a few that are in my school. Um, I am the president of our FFA chapter this year. Um, I'm the president of a le- our Leo Club, which is also just another leadership activity um, or uh, organization um, involved in student council, um, pep club, an actual leadership class. And those are just a few um, in my school. But I've had the greatest opportunity to be a part of the Agriculture Youth Council under Secretary Arthur, um, our Secretary of Ag, and it has been just such a great opportunity to travel across the state of Oklahoma to um, really experience other agriculture um, industries and in, in, in other industries like in the agriculture um, industries and, and just, you know, anything from soybeans to corn to you know hog farms you know you name it there's just so many things that um we've gone and we've toured and we've we've learned from and um I I felt like I was such in my little bubble of you know um beef cattle and and uh, cattle production and things like that that it was really great to expand my knowledge and see all the aspects um, in our industry, and it just gave me a better appreciation for um, the industry as a whole. Um, I'm also on the American Farmers and Ranchers Youth Advisory Council, and there's a total of five of us on that council, and um, 
it's just been a great experience for me to, you know, broaden my professional um, and communication skills through that. Um, at the end of, or in a couple months, actually, we're um, hosting um, a youth leadership summit, which they do every year, and every council, every year's council member does that as well. Um, but we are going to be in charge of it this year, which is so much fun, and there's um, a bunch of kids that come, and it's a camp, and you stay overnight, and we just have a lot of fun, and just um, do a lot of leadership activities and things like that, and um, being a part of that council has really, really been a great experience um, for me as well. And I hope to be involved, just as involved in college as well. So we'll see where um, those experiences take me and uh, we'll see you in college. Wow, that sounds amazing. That, And I just love that you want to take part of all those activities and I want to do the same when I grow up. I just, my my parents taught me to tackle every opportunity that I can and so I'm going to try my best to do that when I grow up and I just I want to be a part of leadership activities just like you are and I think it's really cool all the stuff that you're a part of what encouraged you to do that well I've always loved the leadership aspect of FFA um, for sure and I believe in the agriculture industry. I believe in FFA with my whole entire heart. And um, I just have such an appreciation for it and the people involved in it to um, just take care of our youth and our future in the agriculture industry. And that's exactly what it does. And that's what I wanted to dive um, dive deep into is, is an organization that just benefits everybody all around because you know, we can't live without agriculture and um, those those um, organizations that are bettering, you know, the youth first, um, that's going to put our future in good hands is something that I really want to be a part of. It's something that I'm very, very passionate about um, and that I continue to be a part of throughout college and throughout the rest of my life is just um, the leadership and and growing your confidence and, and helping others grow their confidence at the same time. It just, it just sets my heart on fire and um, it's, I really love it. Yeah, it sounds like something that I would love too. And it's just great that we have these opportunities out there. And I know there's probably other kids out there like myself that would like, that are interested and taking part of leadership activities. So what would you recommend to those kids? Oh, I would recommend reaching out to anybody and everybody you can and ask as many questions as you can as well because, um, and just really get involved in anything and everything you can. Take those opportunities at shows, um, take those opportunities, you know, outside of shows, um, anything and everything, and really just ask questions from people who have been in that situation. Um, I love it when people ask me, you know, why I'm involved in the things I'm involved in, and I just love to uplift our industry as a whole, and and I would just tell a younger person wanting to get involved in it to ask as many questions as you can, and really just dive deep and don't look back, because it's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit others um, as well tremendously. Thank you for that advice. Um, 
I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the other kids listening appreciate it too. And I think it's great that you like to tell people about what you do. I think that if you're going to take part in something, you need to take the time to tell others so they can be a part of it too. You know, spread the word. Oh, for sure. For sure. So are there any goals or plans for the future that you would like to share? Well, I will be graduating high school um, in May, and I'm super excited for that, kind of nervous, kind of sad, um, but then I will attend Oklahoma State University next year. Um, I'll, I'll major in agriculture communications. Um, I'm not 100% sure what exactly I'm going to do with that, but just because my passion is communicating um, to others the importance of agriculture, I know I'll find, um, you know, something where I can implement that um, communications aspect. And um, afterwards, I mean, I hope to be involved in a bunch of different leadership activities throughout college, just to be involved in anything and everything I can, because um, as a senior now, I know how fast four years go by. So I'll be taking those opportunities. Um, these shows are winding down. For me, um, that was my last OIE this year, so I hope to, um, you know, help my younger brothers and sisters with their steers, but definitely get into the heifer aspect um, more so than we are now, and, um, you know, help to graduate college, and one of my top, top dreams, like biggest goal um, is to be an RFD-TV broadcaster. Um, to reach the agriculture industry on a wide scale, but that is way down the line, and I've got a lot of work to do before I can reach that, so. Well, I bet that you can reach that goal, because I know y'all work really hard, and those are great goals, and I wish you the best of luck, and I know, like you said, your shows are winding down. Are you going to go to any more shows before your time's over? Um, I'm sure we are. Um, you know, you never know which, which one is gonna, you know, be canceled or keep going. Um, we are going to a little jackpot in Stillwater, um, in a couple of weeks. So that's our closest one right now, but, um, we're definitely gonna stay involved. Tulsa's, um, little ways out of the way, but maybe we'll end up there, but who knows? Yeah, and I love, um, you know, Tulsa, OIE, the National Western. But really, I do love those jackpot shows. They're, mm-hmm. they're there when you have a new calf that is that needs to go into the ring and kind of figure it out. I mean, I just I'm so grateful for jackpot shows like that. And I really like going to them, too. Yeah, for sure. They're great for those little calves that just need, a few, you know, time away from home to get them really broke. They're great. Oh, yeah. And, and some of them, all you have to do is, you know, pull your trailer in, set up your stalls by your trailer, and go show. I just love okay. that feeling to go there. Um, at, after the Tulsa State Fair, we went to Steerwalt Cattle Battle by Leedy, Oklahoma, and that was 
an amazing jackpot show. It was really fun, and it did not get over until 11 o'clock, which was kind of crazy, but, <laughs> um, and 11 o'clock at the night, so it was really fun, though, and you didn't have to wear masks or anything, and I just felt so at home, you know, it felt like a normal cattle show. Yeah, for sure. Not liking the mask deal, but I think it's getting better. Yeah, so do I. I I think it's going to get better here pretty soon. It might take another year. I don't know, but uh, I think I think we have a good chance of it getting better. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. So you've already gave us a lot of advice so far, but are there any more words of advice that you would like to share? Oh, um, I was told this the other day. And it really hit me hard, and it's um, kind of aggressive. But um, someone told me that you can sleep when you're dead, which means that, you know, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, if you have a mindset um, to work your butt off every single day for what you want, um, you're going to get something out of that. And, um, you know, it's hard to get up early in the mornings, it's hard to go to sleep late at night. But, if you're working towards a goal and, and that's what you want to do and that's your passion, um, you know, you can sleep later. You can you can lose a little sleep and you can really um, aim towards those goals and just have that mindset and, um, you know, believe in yourself that you can do it and um, just, just to keep going. Wow, those are great words of advice. And I've never thought about that before. And I really do agree with that. You know, you can sleep when you're dead, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I, it's kind of funny, I think, but it's it's also true. I mean. Oh, yeah, I agree. To an, to an extent, I guess it's true, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to an extent, definitely. Um, but yeah. uh, we had an episode in season one with Colton Barton, and he gave this word of advice. He said, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And that really hit me hard. And when I make my goals for the year, I always think about that. And I'm like, hmm, does this goal scare me? And if the answer is no, then I think bigger. So. Yep. Thank you so much for being on. I've had such a fun time and I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, please like and share it. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners and everyone who has supported me. I really appreciate it. God be with you as you shoot for Grant.